Welcome to Equine Assisted World. I'm your host, Rupert Isaacson, New York Times best-selling author of The Horse Boy, founder of New Trails Learning Systems and LongRideHome.com. You can find details of all our programs and shows on RupertIsaacson.com. Here on Equine Assisted World, we look at the cutting edge and the best practices currently being developed and established in the equine assisted field. This can be psychological, this can be neuropsych, this can be physical, this can be all of the conditions that human beings have that these lovely equines, these beautiful horses that we work with, help us with. Thank you for being part of the adventure and we hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome to Equine Assisted World. This is your host, Rupert Isaacson. Some of you may already know me from my book and film, The Horse Boy, which told the story of how I and my autistic, then very severely autistic son, Rowan, traveled across Mongolia in search of healing on horseback because he had become verbal in the saddle in front of me. And then a subsequent book called The Long Ride Home, which talked about three further journeys that we made in Africa and in the Australian rainforests and in the Navajo reservation, again, looking for healing and finding it. That's the irrational side of what we do. What happened was there was a rational side as well. When it became very clear to me that it was certain rhythms on the horse that was getting first Rowan and then more and more and more other kids communicating and the brain just seeming to come on. I went to neuroscientists in some different countries and said, please, can you explain why this is working? The um, explanations that they gave me, which were to do with the activation of oxytocin, the feel-good and neuro-calming neuro and communication hormone in the body, and that followed by the triggering of a protein in the brain called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is the Lego piece, if you like, the building blocks of neuroplasticity. Well, we then realized we could replicate what we were doing. And now many of you may know that we have a practice called Horseboy Method, which is an equine-assisted practice, a practice called Movement Method, which is done giving the same results without horses, and something called Athena, which delivers it in a similar way, but for adults with trauma. So that's really how I fell into this world. And what I noticed is in the 15 years or so that we've been doing it, the whole world of equine-assisted interventions, if you like equine-assisted human development, has grown exponentially. When I first got into this, there was really just therapeutic riding and hippotherapy. And the therapeutic riding was largely, and still is largely, aimed at people with physical disabilities because the history of it was that after World War II, there were many people who came back from the war to family-run riding schools because they tended to be run by ex-cavalry officers who'd come out of the military and did that in their retirement. And these guys were coming back with missing limbs and that sort of thing, and they wanted to ride, and they found that with adapted riding techniques, they could indeed do that. And this, of course, became therapeutic riding for the disabled. And this has been very, very successful and sort of dominated the scene for some decades. And then hippotherapy came along, another very good approach, which is looking at it from a slightly more neurological point of view. And that has been very successful. 
However, the massive upsurge in the last 20 years or so of people with autism and people with other neuropsychiatric conditions, I don't want to say disabilities and disorders, because what we found is that actually these are perfectly viable ways of going through life and one can even be actually very successful with many of these conditions. But there are skill sets that need to be learned as well. But the massive, massive upsurge in these conditions has created a whole bunch of new approaches. And it can be quite confusing when you're looking at it from the outside. Well, now, uh, gosh, it's, it's this whole mosaic. It's, it's like a universe. It's like there's therapeutic riding over here with Path International, and there's the hippotherapy people, and there's the horseboy people, and there's the Igala people, and there's the OK Corral people, and there's these other approaches, and these other approaches, and these other approaches of equine interventions. And how do I choose? How do I know which is right for me? How do I know which is right for my child? If I'm a professional, where might I decide to get involved? Maybe I want to do a range of different approaches. Then, of course, I noticed very quickly, and this was made me rather sad as a parent of an autistic child, was that these worlds were very, very factional. Often the different groups were somewhat at odds with each other and often quite viciously at odds with each other, really bad-mouthing each other and that sort of thing. And even factions within some of the interventions. And this made me sad because I thought, well, gosh, you know, surely we're all here for the same reason. Surely we're all here to, you know, try to make better a challenging situation. Nobody would get into equine assisted work to get rich. I mean, that's, you know, if you're going to do that, just go to law school. So everyone is in here for the right reasons. So with this podcast, Equine Assisted World, what we're doing is we're looking at all of the interventions and we're looking to find the best practices the stuff that's really on the cutting edge we're looking at the science we're looking at the studies but we're also looking at what just seems to work for people on the ground and where people's passions lie and how the whole world is developing in a sort of interesting and dispassionate sort of a way we're not on one side and we're not on the other side we are as interested in the physical interventions as we are in the emotional and psychiatric interventions. We are as interested in the ones that are done mounted as we are interested in the ones that are done unmounted. We are interested in the ones that are done with tech and the ones that are done without tech. There is no faction to which we belong. Um, Equine Assisted World is here to look at this entire world and help those of us who are interested and fascinated by this amazing work to discern where the really interesting stuff lies. So what's our approach here? Equine Assisted World more and more is no longer looking at, if you like, the client base as saying, you are a problem to be fixed. That is something that really belongs to the past. I think what we're looking for here is how do we enhance someone's existing awesomeness and at the same time give them new skills? So let's take me, for example, you know, Rupert. Okay, well, I now live in Germany, so I have to learn some German. This doesn't mean that I have to give up being born in England, an Englishman, and this doesn't mean that it's a bad thing to be an Englishman. It just simply means that I can be an Englishman who also learns to speak German, or I can be a neurotypical person who also has a driving license, or I can be somebody that learns how to scuba dive, you know, something like this. If we take this sort of approach, and more and more people in the equine-assisted world are doing this, then instead of going at conditions as if they are some sort of enemy, some sort of dragon to slay, 
what we're doing is we actually honor the often the superpowers that come along with many of these conditions. Take autism, for example. There are many gifts of autism, but you have to be a little bit on the inside of it to really know what they are. There's this incredible ability to focus. There's this wonderful ability to not judge yourself next to other people, which creates a very quiet ego, which means that when people with autism, particularly classic autism, really turn their attention to something, they're often extremely effective at it because they're not having to listen to a silly little voice in their head telling them they're not as good as the person at the next desk. Being neurotypical isn't a holy grail at all. There are plenty of neurotypical people disappearing down bottles and jumping off bridges and beating up their wives and kids and that sort of thing because of this horrible little voice in their head constantly telling us that then they're not good enough. So we want to honor the advantages of each condition as well as look squarely at, okay, well, perhaps it is necessary to learn how to interact with the world. It is necessary to learn how to get control of your emotions. It is necessary to, if you're physically compromised, to get as much range of movement as you possibly can for your health and well-being. But we're not telling you to be any different to who you are. So we're going to be interviewing people who are really at the leading edge of this. Who have we got coming up for you? We've got the amazing Joelle Dunlap. If you don't know who she is in the equine-assisted world, you should. Her Square Peg Foundation in Northern California started with autism and then went branching out into just about every area of neuropsychiatric work and is now a certified health provider of San Mateo County, which is Silicon Valley, for those of you who know the area. And she's creating multiple campuses. And she bootstrapped this from standing in a field with some quirky clients while she was just trying to run a riding school and has brought this to an international community and is now working with scientists and doctors and all sorts of interesting people to create better lives for people all over the USA. She also, interestingly, does this largely with off-the-track thoroughbreds and rehabs these guys into the therapeutic work in ways that you would think would not be possible given that a lot of the work is done mounted. How's she doing this? Well, she's going to tell us. We're also going to talk to the amazing Joy O'Neill of Red Barn in Alabama, who deals a lot with trauma work, works very closely with um, the Polyvagal Institute, Equine Polyvagal Institute, and J.C. Dugard, some of you may know J.C. Dugard. She was abducted as a teenager and kept as a sex slave for a couple of decades and then escaped and now has an amazing foundation dealing with trauma and forgiveness and recovery and resilience. And this work um, at Red Barn goes very, very closely with this in an equine-assisted manner. Absolutely fascinating work. We're going to be talking with Dr. Megan McGavin, of Virginia is a very successful doctor on the East Coast in Virginia who happens to also have a very severely autistic son who it wasn't just autism, it was, it was physical failure to thrive. And she has started a really extraordinary program there, not just dealing with autism now, but dealing with all sorts of other related issues. And she brings the medical perspective to it. And she's also very active in the medical conference world, bringing the work that we do in equine intervention out to the medical mainstream and getting more and more doctors referring clients to equine assisted centers. Absolutely amazing work. And we're going to be heading over to Ireland to talk to Terry Brosnan of Child Vision in Dublin, where they work 
it started with just visually impaired kids, then it moved to kids who are visually impaired with autism, and then it moved to kids who are visually impaired with autism and other physical challenges, and now it's absolutely everybody. And she's right there in the middle of the inner city in a place called Drumcondra, serving the kids who are coming out of apartments in the less moneyed end of Dublin who would never normally get access to this stuff with an incredible team. How's she doing it? What's she doing? We're going to be talking with Alex Vaughan, Dr. Alex Vaughan, who's fascinating man. He's, he is a half German, half American, Coloradian, in fact, soldier, well, psychologist for the German army, the Bundeswehr, but he also works very closely with the US Air Force with their veterans coming back from hot zones and working with them and their families. And we're going to be talking about the, the healing and resilience and trauma work that they do with these personnel, both in Germany and in the USA, and many more. What's the format? Okay, we're going to do this as a double whammy. First, we're just going to interview these people and find out who they are, what they do, how they evolved what they do, and where they want to take it from here. But then we're going to do a follow-up interview with each person in which you can ask them questions. And a certain number of you we're going to invite to come on live, and you can ask your questions live. And everyone else, you can email your questions in, and we're going to have them answer your questions direct. So this is going to be absolutely fascinating. So there's a follow-up for each interview. So why listen to Equine Assisted World? Well, are you already an equine professional looking to get into the equine assisted world? And you're just confused by the array of choice out there. Are you already an equine assisted professional looking for just more development in your profession? And again, just looking for what's, what's out there on the leading edge so that you can develop your practice even better. Are you a parent? Are you a carer? Are you a therapist? Perhaps no matter who you are in this, rather like me, and you're just interested you're going to learn from these people what's out there and crucially how we can take some of this work and apply it not just with the horses but give it to people to take home into their daily lives to apply even without the horse and how that crosses over. Okay, so that's Equine Assisted World. We hope you're going to join us on this journey into this fascinating, fascinating universe. Don't forget to look us up on ntls.co. That's where you'll find Horseboy Method, Movement Method, Athena, and we're going to be featuring all of the people that we're talking to as well on there. And also longridehome.com, which is our shamanism, personal development, and horse training website. And of course, we're going to be giving you the links to everybody that we're interviewing so that you can follow up with them directly yourself. Also check out our other podcast, Live Free, Ride Free, in which we talk to people who are managing to lead self-actualized lives, doing things that everyone said you couldn't do for a living. Fascinating people over on that one. Come with us on the adventure. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join our website, newtrailslearning.com, to check out our online courses and live workshops in Horseboy Method, Movement Method, and Athena. These evidence-based programs have helped children, veterans, and people dealing with trauma around the world. We also offer a horse training program and self-care program for riders on longridehome.com. These include easy-to-do online courses and tutorials that bring you and your horse joy. For an overview of all shows and programs, go to rupertisaacson.com. See you on the next show.
and please remember to press subscribe and share.